Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam At-Tirmidhi The Book on Al-Fitan Chapter on What has been related about the blood of a Muslim is not lawful except for one of three. Abu Umama bin Sahl bin Hunayf narrated that on the day of siege, Uthman bin Affan stood overlooking the people, and he said, I swear to you by Allah, you know that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The blood of a Muslim man is not lawful, except for one of three cases, illegitimate sexual relations after Ihsan, having been married, or apostasy after Islam, or taking a life without right, for which he is killed. By Allah, I have never committed illegitimate sexual relations, not during Jahiliyyah, nor during Islam, and I have not committed apostasy since I gave my pledge to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I have not taken a life that Allah had made unlawful. So for what do you fight me? This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Islam is a religion of peace. It does not allow the spilling of blood unlawfully. It does provide for killing the person that has wrongfully killed another person. It only allows the killing of a person in cases where Islamic law provides the death sentence. Chapter on What has been related about the prohibition of blood and wealth? Sulaiman bin Amr bin al-Ahwas Narrated from his father who said, During the farewell pilgrimage, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Which day is this? They said, The day of Al-Hajj Al-Akbar. He said, Indeed your blood, your wealth, your honor is sacred to each other, just as this day of yours is sacred in this city of yours. Indeed, no one commits a crime except against himself. Indeed, None commits a crime for which his son is accountable, nor does a child commit a crime for which his father is held accountable. Indeed, a shaytan has lost hope of ever being worshipped in this city of yours, but he will have compliance in what deeds of yours you consider insignificant, which he will be content with. This hadith is graded hasan, or good. Comments all the ahadith of this chapter conclusively prove that Islam attaches the highest importance to protecting the life, honor, and wealth of all people. Chapter on What has been related about it is not lawful to intimidate a Muslim. Abdullah bin As-Sa'ib bin Yazid narrated from his father, from his grandfather, who said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, let one of you not take his brother's staff, neither in play nor seriousness. Whoever took his brother's staff, then let him return it to him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote His brother's belongings, as in the report in Abu Dawood, he only cited the staff as an example because it is of the trivial things not considered so important by its owner. 
so that it is known that greater care must be taken concerning what is of importance to its owner. Tuhfat al-Lahwadi Comments Not to speak of taking hold of more valuable or substantial things of others for purposes of terrorizing them. Islam does not even allow a Muslim to take in his hand the wooden staff of his brother. Muhammad bin Yusuf narrated that As-Sa'ib bin Yazid said, Yazid performed Hajj in the farewell pilgrimage with the Prophet peace be upon him when I was seven years old. So Ali bin al-Madini narrated from Yahya bin Sa'id al-Qattan Muhammad bin Yusuf was a very reliable narrator of hadith and As-Sa'ib bin Yazid was his grandfather and Muhammad bin Yusuf would say As-Sa'ib bin Yazid narrated to me and he is my grandfather from my mother's side. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about a Muslim pointing a weapon at his brother. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, whoever points a piece of iron at his brother, the angels curse him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Pointing a piece of iron such as a knife, a dagger, or a sword at a Muslim brother, even in play, has the effect of creating discomfort and fear in his mind. That is why angels send their curse on him. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition of passing an unsheathed sword. Jabir narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited passing an unsheathed sword. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about whoever prays subh, then he is under a covenant of Allah the Mighty and Sublime. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, whoever prays subh, then he is under the protection of Allah's covenant, so do not infringe at all upon Allah's covenant. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote, see hadith number 222. Comments Anyone who performs the morning salah in congregation will surely be able to perform other salah as well. Such a person will enjoy the protection of Allah. However, he who does not offer the morning salah in fact breaks his covenant with Allah and is liable to be censored for that. Chapter on what has been related about adhering to the jama'ah. Ibn Umar narrated, Umar delivered a khutbah to us at Al-Jabiyah. He said, O you people, indeed I have stood among you as the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stood among us. And he said, I order you to stick to my companions, then those who come after them, then those who come after them. Then lying will spread until a man will take an oath when no oath was sought from him, and a witness will testify when his testimony was not sought. Behold, a man is not alone with a woman, but the third of them is a shaytan. Adhere to the jama'ah, be aware of separation, for indeed a shaytan is with one, and he is further away from two. 
whoever wants the best place in paradise, then let him stick to the jama'ah. Whoever rejoices with his good deeds and grieves over his evil deeds, then that is the believer among you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Al-Jabiya is a village in Damascus. Comments 1. A person's love and devotion towards the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, demands that he also keep his bond of love and affinity with the companions who kept Allah's messengers company. Then come in line the successors and the followers. They are the people that, should we retain our connection and link with them and abide by their path, we shall earn the title to be lodged in the best part of paradise. 2. To rejoice at doing a good deed and grieve at doing an evil deed is a sign that the person is a believer with strong faith. As for the hypocrite, neither good nor bad has any value for him. He is simply the prisoner of his own desires and interests. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Allah's hand is with the jama'ah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Indeed Allah will not gather my ummah, or he said, Muhammad's ummah, upon deviation, and Allah's hand is over the jama'ah, and whoever deviates, he deviates to the fire. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments Allah has commanded that those ill-educated or ignorant in religious matters seek guidance from those who are well-read in the Qur'an and Sunnah and related sciences. This by implication means that the people of knowledge in their totality will not unite on a wrong premise. The hadith, therefore, confirms that any opinion on which the entire community of scholars of an age are agreed would not be misguided or deviant, and it clarifies the meaning of the jama'ah. Chapter on what has been related about the descent of the punishment when evil is not changed. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said, O you people, you recite this ayah, take care of yourselves if you follow the guidance, no harm shall come to you. I indeed heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, when the people see the wrongdoer and they do not take him by the hand, then soon Allah shall envelope you in a punishment from him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The verse, Take care of yourselves, if you follow the guidance, no harm shall come to you, is from Surat Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 105. Comments a person treading the right path puts an onus on him to direct others also to tread the right path and avoid taking the wrong one. If all people collectively decide to take this course, there shall be nothing to hinder their path. In case the society as a whole fails to fulfill this obligation and there is an individual person who is capable and does his best to fulfill this duty, he will surely save himself from punishment. If no one performs this duty, then the entire community shall be considered sinning and be punished. The reason being that, 
as we shall read in the next chapter, stopping the wrongdoer from committing wrong is a collective duty that must be performed by all. Chapter on what has been related about commanding good and forbidding evil. Hudayfa bin al-Yaman narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, either you command good and forbid evil, or Allah will soon send upon you a punishment from him. Then you will call upon him, but he will not respond to you. This hadith is graded hasan, or good. Comments Commanding good and forbidding evil is a religious, communal, and social obligation. The entire body of the people or society has a duty to fulfill this obligation within their ability and responsibility. If the entire body of the people or society fails in performing this duty, the entire community shall suffer punishment and any amount of supplication shall fail to avert retribution from Allah. A condition of civil war in the society is but a facet of this retribution. Hudayfa bin al-Yaman narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, the hour will not be established until you fight your a'imma and you strike each other with your swords, and your world will be inherited by the evilest among you. This hadith is graded hasan or good. Comments If the people fail to enjoy good and forbid evil, internal strife shall raise its head and, consequently, the people shall revolt against their rulers. They will also fight each other, and the worst people shall take control of the national wealth. Since the community as a whole shall lose the title of being the best of the people. Chapter on the Hadith about the Earth Swallowing an Army at Al-Bayda. Um Salama narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, mentioned the army that the earth would swallow. So Um Salama said, perhaps there are those among them who are averse to it. He said, they will be resurrected on their intentions. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote. And Nawawi said, the scholars say that Al-Bayda is every flat land with nothing in it. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi Al-Bayda is the name of the flat land between Mecca and Al-Medina. Mujam al-Buldan See Hadith number 2153 Comments The Hadith confirms the fact that when evil people are in majority in a society and some people find themselves compelled to support them, both kinds of people shall suffer punishment in this world. But on the day of judgment, they will be dealt with according to what they had intended. Chapter on what has been related about changing the evil with the hand or with the tongue or with the heart. Tariq bin Shihab said, the first to advance the khutbah before the salah was Marwan. A man stood to say to Marwan, You have contradicted the sunnah. So he said, O oh, so and so, what was there, it has been left. So Abu Sa'id said, As for this, he has fulfilled what is upon him. I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Whomever among you sees an evil 
then let him stop it with his hand. Whomever is not able, then with his tongue. And whomever is not able, then with his heart. That is the weakest of faith. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The statement, the first to advance the khutbah before the salah was marwan, meaning for the Eid prayers. See Al-Bukhari, hadith number 956. Comments The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to perform the Eid prayer first and then deliver the khutbah. The rightly guided caliphs also adhered to this order as a normal practice. Marwan, however, made it a habit to deliver the khutbah first, to make the people listen to his khutbah. The Muslims as a whole did not accept this change. Chapter on The Parable of the One Who Upholds Allah's Laws and the One Who Breaches Them And Nu'man bin Bashir narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The parable of the one who upholds Allah's laws and the one who breaches them is that of a people who drew lots on a ship at sea. Some of them got the upper part and some of them the lower part. Those on the lower part ascended to get water, spilling it upon those in the upper part. So those in the upper part say, We will not leave you to come up here and bother us. Then those on the lower part say, We should make a hole in the lower part so we can get water. If they take them by the hand and stop them, then they will save all of them, and if they leave them, they will all drown. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith is explicit on the point that if sinfulness and evil deeds become rampant in a society and the virtuous people in it fail in their duty to stop it, though they had the power to do it, all the people shall suffer punishment from Allah. Chapter on What has been related about the most virtuous jihad is a just statement before a tyrannical ruler. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, among the greatest types of jihad is a just statement before a tyrannical ruler. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The expression Kalimat al-Adl, just statement, as used here, means commanding what is good and prohibiting what is evil. To enjoin good to a tyrannical ruler or prohibit him from doing wrong is inviting disaster for oneself. Nay, perhaps signing one's own death warrant while going out to face an enemy is not necessarily to court injury or death. That is why admonishing a tyrannical ruler has been described in the hadith as the highest form of jihad. Chapter on what has been related about the three things that the Prophet, peace be upon him, requested for his ummah. Abdullah bin Khabbab bin al-Arat narrated from his father the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed Salah, making it long. They said, O Messenger of Allah, you have performed Salah in a manner which you do not ordinarily perform it. He said, Yes, it was a prayer of hope and fear. In it, I asked Allah for three things. He granted me two and withheld one from me. I asked him 
that my ummah not be destroyed by drought. He granted that. I asked him that they not be overcome by enemies from other than them. He granted that. And I asked him that some of them not suffer from the harm of others. And he withheld that. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith proves that 1. The Muslim nation as a whole shall not fall a prey to famine partially, however they might. 2. The entire Muslim population shall not be overcome by the enemy in a way that they are completely wiped out. 3. The community shall suffer internal dissensions and divisions resulting in acts of murder and plunder on a large scale. Thawban narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Indeed Allah gathered the earth for me so that I saw its east and its west, and surely my Ummah's authority shall reach over all that was shown to me of it. And I have been granted the two treasures, the red and the white. I asked my Lord that my Ummah is not to be destroyed by a universal drought, and that he does not overcome them by enemies outside of them, reaching to their heart of power. My Lord said, O Muhammad, when I issue a decree, it is not reversed. I have granted for your ummah that they shall not be destroyed by universal drought, and that they not be overcome by enemies outside of themselves, reaching to their heart of power. Even if they gather against them from all the regions, or he said, among the regions, but some of them will destroy others, and some will capture others. This hadith is rated sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith is explicit on the point that there shall come a time when Muslims will rule over the entire world, since the entire earth was shown gathered up for the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on What has been related about a man during the fitna? Um Malik al-Bahziyah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, mentioned fitna, such that it was drawing near. She said, I said, O Messenger of Allah, who is the best of people during it? He said, A man among his livestock who pays what is due on them and worships his Lord, and a man clutching the head of his horse, terrified of the enemy, and they terrified of him. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The hadith is explicit on the point that in times of trial and tribulation, i.e. in an era when Muslims are in conflict with one another, the best course for a believer is to retire to a place of isolation and spend his time there. Chapter on About Restraining the Tongue During Fitna Abdullah bin Amr narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There shall be a fitna of extermination of the Arabs. Its fighters are in the fire. During it, the tongue is stronger than the sword. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments The fire of mutual quarreling and fighting is usually flared up by the flint of the tongue. Chapter on what has been related about the disappearance of trust. Hudayfa bin al-Yaman said, 
the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, narrated two narrations to us, one of which I have seen happening and I am waiting for the other. He narrated that in the beginning, trust was preserved in the roots of the hearts of men. Then the Qur'an was revealed, and they learned it from the Qur'an, and then learned it from the Sunnah. Then he narrated to us about the disappearance of trust, saying, A man will go to sleep whereupon trust will be taken away from his heart, and only its trace will remain, like speckles. He then will sleep, whereupon the remainder of the trust will also be taken away, and its trace will remain like a blister. Like an ember that you roll on your feet, it causes pain, and you see it swollen, while it contains nothing. Then he took a pebble and rolled it over his leg. He said, So there will come a day when people will deal in business with each other, but there will hardly be any trustworthy persons among them, such that it will be said that in such and such a tribe there is such and such a person who is honest and until a man will be admired for his strength, intelligence, and good manners, although indeed he will not have faith equal to a mustard seed in his heart. He, Hudayfa added, there came upon me a time when I did not mind dealing with any one of you, for if he was a Muslim, his religion would prevent him from cheating me, and if he was a Jew or a Christian, his Muslim ruler would prevent him from cheating me. But today, I cannot deal except with so-and-so and so-and-so. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As long as a person remains possessed of a sense of moral responsibility, he keeps fulfilling his obligations towards both Allah and fellow human beings. But as soon as this quality begins to wane in him, he starts disregarding his obligations towards both the Creator and the creation. The assassination of the third caliph, Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, was the single major event that triggered this decline in the attitude of the people. Chapter on what has been related about you shall follow the ways of those who were before you. Abu Waqid al-Laythi narrated that when the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, went out to Hunayn, he passed a tree that the idolaters called Thatul Anwalq, upon which they hung their weapons. They, the companions said, O Messenger of Allah, make a Thatul Anwalq for us as they have a Thatul Anwalq. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Subhanallah, this is like what Musa's people said, make for us a god like their gods. By the one in whose hand is my soul, you shall follow the ways of those who were before you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The statement regarding Musa's people, make for us a god like their gods, is referenced in Surat Al-A'raf, chapter 7, verse 138. Comments The hadith makes the point that if a people have an aptitude for thoughtlessly taking up the habits of other nations, they are quick to adopt the evil ways and customs of others, which causes them to go astray.
Chapter on what has been related about predators speaking. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, the hour will not be established until predators speak to people, and until the tip of a man's whip and the straps on his sandal speak to him, and his thigh informs him of what occurred with his family after him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Scientists in our age have accomplished mind-boggling inventions and made stunning revelations, which could not even have been thought of half a century ago. Allah, the Almighty and All-Powerful, who is the master and creator of these scientists and the bestower of knowledge and intelligence to them, is all the more apt to do the kind of things mentioned in the hadith. He is surely able to do all things. Chapter on what has been related about the moon splitting. Ibn Umar said, the moon split during the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Bear witness. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It so happened before the Messenger of Allah's peace be upon him's immigration that a party of the idolaters who were seated with him, peace be upon him, in Mina, asked him to show them a sign. Miracle. So, Allah, in His supreme might and power, cleft the moon asunder in two. Surat Al-Qamar, chapter 54 of the Quran, in fact opens with the mention of this miracle. A miracle, by definition, is the demonstration of a prophet's veracity and of the supreme might of Allah. It would, therefore, be in vain to deny it and there is absolutely no need for anyone to apologetically explain it or misrepresent it in any way. Chapter on what has been related about the earth swallowing. Hudayfa bin Asid said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stood over us on a balcony, and we were discussing the hour. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the hour shall not be established until you see ten signs. The sun rising from its setting place, Yajuj and Majuj, the beast of the earth, and the three collapses of the earth. A collapse in the east, a collapse in the west, and a collapse in the Arabian Peninsula. And a fire that comes out of a place within Aden, driving the people, or gathering the people, camping where they camp, and resting where they rest. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Ten signs shall appear before the onset of the hour. Some of them shall take place just before the approach of the hour and some much before that. The order of their happenings is, however, difficult to tell as we do not know it for sure. Safiya narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The people will not finish attacking this house until it is attacked by an army which, when they are at Al-Bayda' or Abayda' in the land, it will swallow from the first of them 
to the last of them, and the middle of them shall not be saved. I said, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, what about those among them who are averse to it? He said, Allah will resurrect them upon what was in their souls. Intentions This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith tells us by implication that no one of us should associate himself with the wrongdoers in their evil deeds. Even those who join them in their nefarious activities under coercion or as unwilling partners shall not escape their sorrowful end. Aisha narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, In the end of this Ummah, there will be a collapse, transformation, and qadf. She said, I said, O Messenger of Allah, will they be destroyed while there are righteous among them? He said, Yes, when evil is dominant. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote In Fad al-Qadir, under the hadith, indeed in my ummah there will be, it says, Maskh. It is transforming the appearance of some humans, for example, into dogs or monkeys. Qadf, stones being cast down upon it from the heavens, and he mentioned that some said it was a figurative, referring to a transformation and collapse of the hearts, but his first definition is more appropriate. Comments The hadith is explicit on the point that when sinfulness and moral depravity become rampant in the society and people of goodness and virtue find themselves powerless to stand up to them or choose not to resist them, then the people shall suffer Allah's retribution, and not even the goodness of the good among them shall save them. Chapter on What has been related about the sun rising from its setting position. Abu Dhar said, I entered the masjid at sunset, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, was sitting. He said, O Abu Dhar, do you know where the sun goes? I said, Allah and his messenger know better. He said, Indeed it goes to seek permission to prostrate. So it is permitted. And it is as if it has been said to it, Rise from whence you came. So it shall rise from its setting place. Then he recited, That is its fixed course. He said, That is the recitation of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnotes 1. The statement, Indeed it goes to seek permission to prostrate, so it is permitted, and it is as if it has been said to it, means it shall happen. See Al-Bukhari, hadiths number 3199 and 4802. 2. The statement, then he, recited, refers to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Tuhfat al 3. The statement, he said, that is the recitation of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. In this statement, Abu Dhar is the speaker, as that is what is apparent. 
تحفات الأحوال دي. 4. The statement that is the recitation of Abdullah bin Mas'ud means Surat Yasin, chapter 36, verse 38. Comments The sun, like all things in the universe, is all the time under the throne of Allah, and we know it too well that all things in the universe, even the smallest particle in it, is ever obedient and dutiful to the will and command of Allah. But since both the rising and the setting of the sun are by Allah's permission, when Allah decides to wrap up this world, He will not accept the sun's prostration and will not grant it permission to rise again. Chapter on what has been related about the coming out of Yajuj in Majuj. Zainab bin Jahsh said, One day, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, awoke from sleep with a flushed red face, and said, La ilaha illallah. He repeated it thrice, Woe to the Arabs from the evil drawn near. Today, a gap has been made in the wall of Yajuj in Majuj, like this, and he formed ten with his fingers. Zainab said, I said, O Messenger of Allah, shall we be destroyed while there are righteous among us? He said, Yes, when the evil abounds. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Allah confirms the appearance of Yajuj and Majuj, Gog and Magog, close to the hour. In Surat Al-Anbiya, chapter 21, verse 96 and 97. Chapter on what has been related about the description of the renegades. Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, In the end of time, there will come a people young in years, foolish in minds, reciting the Qur'an which will not go beyond their throats uttering sayings from the best of creatures, going through the religion as an arrow goes through the target. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The expression akhir zaman end of time, as used here, means the near the end of the best of times. When a large number of companions were still alive, since the khawarij had only raised their heads and revolted against the established authority as an aftermath of the Battle of Siffin because of their opposition to the policy of arbitration. They were a highly hot-headed and emotional people who used the policy of going for arbitration as a ploy to declare the majority of Muslims as kuffar, unbelievers. Chapter on what has been related about preferential treatment. Usaid bin Hular said, A man from the Ansar said, O Messenger of Allah, you appointed so and so and did not appoint me. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, After me you will see preferential treatment, so be patient till you meet at Al Hawd. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments the Prophet, peace be upon him, means to say that there is no discrimination against anybody in my time. 
each person is being utilized in accordance with his worth and ability. This preferential treatment to some shall happen after me. But let no one of you make it a reason for dissension and discard. Be patient in life and you will get your reward in the next world. Abdullah narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Indeed, after me you will see preferential treatment and matters that you dislike. They said, Then what do you command us, O Messenger of Allah? He said, Give them their rights and ask Allah for yours. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith confirms that even if the rulers do not deliver the subjects their rights, fail to establish justice in the society, and indulge in the unsavory acts provided they do not openly commit acts of disbelief, let no one try to make a revolt against them. That is to say, no wars be waged against them that could trigger a civil strife in the society. Chapter on what the Prophet peace be upon him informed his companions would occur until the day of resurrection. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri said, One day, the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him led us in Salatul Asr while it was still daytime. Then he stood to give us a khutbah. He did not leave anything that would happen until the hour of judgment except that he informed us about it. Whoever remembered it remembered it, and whoever forgot it, forgot it. Among what he said was, Indeed the world is green and sweet, and indeed Allah has left you to remain to see how you behave. So beware of the world, and beware of women. And among what he said was, The awe status of people should not prevent a man from saying the truth when he knows it. He, one of the narrators said, Abu Sa'id wept. Then he said, By Allah, we have seen things and we feared. And among what he said in it was, Indeed, for every treacherous person, there shall be a banner erected on the day of resurrection in proportion to his treachery. And there is no treachery greater than the treachery of a leader to the masses, whose banner shall be positioned at his buttocks. And among what we remember, from that day is, Behold, indeed the children of Adam were created in various classes. Among them is he who was born a believer, lives as a believer, and dies a believer. Among them is he who was born a disbeliever, lives as a disbeliever, and dies a disbeliever. Among them is he who was born a believer, lives as a believer, and dies a disbeliever. Among them is he who was born a disbeliever, lives as a disbeliever, and dies a believer. Behold, among them is the slow to get angry, the quick to calm. Among them is the quick anger, and the quick to calm. So this is with that. Behold, among them is the quick to get angry, and the slow to calm. And indeed, the best of them is the slow to get angry and the quick to calm. And the worst of them is the quick to get angry and the slow to calm. Behold, 
Among them is he who pays back well and collects well. Among them is he who is bad with paying back and good when collecting. Among them is he who pays back well and is bad with collecting. So this is with that. Behold, among them is he who is bad with paying back and bad with collecting. Indeed, the best of them is the one who is good in paying back and good in collecting. And the worst of them is the one who is bad with paying back and bad with collecting. Behold, anger is an ember in the heart of the son of Adam, as you see it in the redness of his eyes and the bulge of his juggler veins. So whoever senses something from that, then let him clinch to the ground. He said, So we began turning toward the sun to see if anything of it remained, meaning whether it has set or not. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Behold, the world, in relation to what has passed of it, shall not remain except as what remains of this day of yours, in relation to what has passed of it. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Footnotes 1. The statement, so this is with that, means equal. See, tuhfat al-ahwaldi. 2. The statement, so whoever senses something from that, then let him clinch to the ground, means abate his anger. See, tuhfat al-ahwaldi. Comments 1. Anger is like a burning coal. The way to avoid it from a man is to remind himself of the fact and ponder over it, that he is created from dust whose characteristics is submissiveness and humility. 2. The world is bound to perish anyway. A greater part of it has already passed and what is left is very short in comparison. We must, therefore, make the best use of the time at our disposal. Chapter on what has been related about the inhabitants of Asham? Muawiyah bin Qurrah narrated from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When the inhabitants of Asham become corrupt, then there is no good in it for you. There will never cease to be a group in my ummah who will be helped by Allah. They will not be harmed by those who forsake them until the hour is established. Muhammad bin Ismail said, Ali bin al-Madini said, They are the people of Hadith. This Hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, When the inhabitants of Asham become corrupt, then there is no good in it for you. See Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi Comments If conditions in religious and spiritual matters deteriorate in a region, one should not feel interested in residing there nor should he wish to live there. Chapter on what has been related about do not revert to disbelief after me, some of you striking the necks of others. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, do not revert to disbelief after me some of you striking the necks of others. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The statement, do not revert to disbelief, 
meaning being like them in actions. Tuhfat al-Ahwadi Comments Muslims killing each other is being ungrateful to the favors Allah bestowed upon them. This is why it is named kufr, disbelief, and in this narration, the term kuffar is used. It would rather be an act of becoming the disbelievers. Islam is a religion of brotherhood, togetherness, and love. It is in fact the disbeliever who is after the life of believers. Chapter on what has been related about there will be a fitna in which the one sitting is better than the standing. Busr bin Sa'id said, During the fitna, in the time of Uthman bin Affan, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas said, I testify that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There will be a fitna during which the sitting person is better than the standing. The standing person is better than the walking, and the walking person is better than the running. He said, What do you see I should do if he entered upon me in my home and extended his hand to kill me? He said, Be as Adam's son. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, Be as Adam's son, see Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 28, and Sunan Abu Dawood, the book of Fitan and Malahim. Comments The hadith confirms the fact that if conditions of trial Affliction and conflict in a society become so acute and civil strife appears, then the farther a person remains from all this, the better it is for him. Chapter on What has been related about there will be a fitna like a portion of the dark night. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Rush to do good deeds. A fitna will occur that is like a portion of the dark night. Morning will come upon a man as a believer who will be a disbeliever in the evening, and evening will come upon a believer who will be a disbeliever in the morning. One of them will sell his religion for goods of the world. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Man should seize the opportunity given to him and do more and more virtuous deeds. There is no knowing when a time will come when man shall grope in vain but find no way to perform good deeds. Um Salama narrated, One night the Prophet, peace be upon him, awoke and said, Subhanallah, how many fitan, trials and afflictions have descended tonight? And how many treasures have been disclosed? Who will awaken the women sleeping in these dwellings? Oh, how many are clothed in this world, yet naked in the hereafter? This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith has three possible interpretations. 1. Passion for glamour and ostentation is generally quite strong among women. Hence, the saying that Many of them make claims of virtuosity and piety, although the claims are hollow. They shall, therefore, rise up on the day of judgment shorn of the garment of piety.
2. They put on fineries in this world, but hardly ever give thanks to Allah for that. They shall, therefore, rise up undressed in the hereafter. 3. They don dresses that reveal more than they cover of their bodies. That is why they shall be raised up naked in the hereafter, and they say it means other than this of what is similar. Allah knows best. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Before the hour there shall be fitan, like a portion of the dark night. Morning will come upon a man as a believer who will be a disbeliever in the evening, and evening will come upon a believer who will be a disbeliever in the morning. People will sell their religion for goods of the world. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Hisham narrated that Al-Hassan would say about the hadith, morning will come upon a man as a believer who will be a disbeliever in the evening, and evening will come upon a believer who will be a disbeliever in the morning. He said, morning would come upon a man while his brother's blood, honor, and wealth was sacred, and when evening would come, he would consider it lawful for him. And evening would come while his brother's blood, honor, and wealth was sacred, and when morning would come, he would consider it lawful for him. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Al-Qama bin Wa'il bin Hujur narrated from his father, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, while a man was asking him, What do you see? that we should do if there are leaders over us who deny our rights while they seek their rights. So the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, Listen and obey, for only they are responsible for their burdens, and only you are responsible for your burdens. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Islam has a clear-cut policy or principle which is to exhort each section or group of the society to faithfully do its duty. It does not permit any individual or group to neglect his duty under the plea that others are not fulfilling their obligation towards him. It is because if each one starts doing his duty, the rights of others will automatically be safeguarded. It is for this reason that Islam commands the rulers to fulfill their obligations and exhorts the subjects to fulfill theirs. Chapter on what has been related about Al-Harj and performing worship during it. Abu Musa narrated that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, Indeed after you there will be days in which knowledge shall be raised up and Al-Harj shall abound. They said, O Messenger of Allah peace be upon him, what is Al-Harj? He said, Killing. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Although the means of the diffusion of knowledge will be plentiful before the approach of the hour, the really competent and true scholars shall gradually depart, and with them shall also depart the soundness and depth of knowledge. Ma'qil bin Yasar narrated, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Worship during Al-Harj 
is like hijrah to me. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments During the days of rampant killing and destruction, everyone shall find himself beset by hosts of worries and cares. Contentment of the heart will be a rare commodity. Each person will be worried about his own safety. Acts of worship will no longer be the object of anybody's concern. Chapter on The Hadith When the sword is imposed on my ummah, it shall not be removed from it until the day of resurrection. Thoban narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When the sword is imposed on my ummah, it shall not be removed from it until the day of resurrection. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The first use of the sword to settle the scores among the Muslim people was made for the assassination of Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, and the Ummah is still suffering from its consequences. Chapter on What has been related about taking a sword of wood during fitna? Udaysa bint Uhban bin Saifi al-Ghifari said, Ali bin Abi Talib came to my father to call him to go out to fight with him. My father said to him, Indeed, my beloved, the son of your paternal uncle made a covenant with me, that when the people differ, to take a sword of wood. So I have resigned it. If you wish, I will take it out with you. She said, so he left him. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments To recommend a wooden sword is to exhort the addressee to keep away from fitna, conflict between the Muslims. And the best course in this situation is not to take part in it. Abu Musa narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, About the fitna, break your bows during it, cut their strings, and stick to the depths of your homes, and be like Adam's son. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments this hadith also advises the Muslims to suffer being killed rather than participate in internal strife. Thereby, following the example of Prophet Adam's son, Habil, who preferred getting killed to taking up arms against his brother. This incident is referenced in Surat Al-An'am, chapter 6, verse 28 and verse 29. Chapter on what has been related about the signs of the hour? Anas bin Malik said, I shall narrate a hadith to you that I heard from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, which none after me shall narrate that he heard it from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, among the signs of the hour are that knowledge shall be raised up, Ignorance shall be rampant, zina shall abound, khamr shall be drunk, women shall increase and men shall decrease, such that fifty women will be supported by one man. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This hadith informs us that the hour shall only be established when all those matters that are like breath and soul of a man's life 
shall fall prey to corruption. They are religion, life, reason, protection of family line, and wealth. Chapter on There shall not come a time except that the one after it is more evil than it. As Zubair bin Adi said, we entered upon Anas bin Malik. We complained to him about what we were experiencing from Al-Hajjaj. So he said, there will not be a year except the one that is after it will be more evil than it until you meet your Lord. I heard this from your Prophet, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This hadith conveys the idea that each age before the approach of the hour or the appearance of its signs will, as a whole, be better than the one that will follow it. Each succeeding age will be inferior to the preceding one. In terms of the decreased number of scholars endowed with the depth of their scholarship and knowledge, and the uprightness of their actions and deeds. Anas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The hour will not be established until Allah, Allah is not said on the earth. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments There is a lengthy hadith narrated by Abdullah bin Amr, may Allah be pleased with him, in Sahih Muslim. Hadith 7381 One of the sentences in it runs as follows. After the killing of a Dajjal, Allah will send a cool breeze from the direction of a sham that will bring death to anyone in whose heart is even an iota of Iman. The survivors will be the worst people and the hour shall only be established upon them. See Hadith number 2240 Recorded by At-Tirmidhi Chapter on The Earth Expelling the Treasures That Are Inside of It Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The earth will throw out pieces of its liver, insides, liver, gold, and silver will come out like columns. He said, A thief will come and say, For this my hands were amputated, a murderer will come and say, For this I killed. One who severed ties of kinship will come and say, For this I severed the ties of kinship. Then they will leave it without taking anything from it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments One of the signs of the approach of the hour will be that the earth shall throw out columns and columns of silver and gold for anyone to see. But because of the unprecedented abundance of wealth in those days, valuables like gold and silver would have lost their luster for the people, and they would not care to pick them up. The greedy and avaricious, the thief, the murderer, and the severer of the ties of kinship, all shall look at these treasures and regret the acts of stupidity that they had committed for these worthless things. The hadith could also mean that waves of internal dissension and conflict would have occupied their minds so absolutely that they would have no inclination left in their minds for such things. Chapter on The happiest of people will be Luka'a bin Luka'a. Hudayfa bin al-Yaman narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 
the hour will not be established until the happiest of people in the world is Luka'a bin Luka'a. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the name Luka bin Luka, it means foolish, the son of foolish, or disgraceful, the son of disgraceful, etc. Comments The hour shall only be established when the worst of people would inhabit the earth. They will have an abundance of wealth, and wealth alone shall be considered the hallmark of one's happiness and good fortune. Chapter on what has been related about the signs of the occurrence on the transformation and the collapse of the earth. Ali bin Abi Talib narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When my Ummah does fifteen things, the afflictions will occur in it. It was said, What are they, O Messenger of Allah? He said, When al-maghnama, the spoil of war, are distributed preferentially, trust is usurped, Zakah is a fine. A man obeys his wife and disobeys his mother. He is kind to his friend and abandons his father. Voices are raised in the masajid. The leader of the people is the most despicable among them. The most honored man is the one whose evil the people are afraid of. Intoxicants are drunk. Silk is worn by males. There is a fascination for singing slave girls and music, and the end of this ummah curses its beginning. When that occurs, anticipate a red wind, collapsing of the earth, and transformation. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Comments The evil habits and innovations listed in this hadith, also catalogued in the next hadith, are already in evidence, albeit on a comparatively limited scale, but the upward trend in them on a daily basis is clearly discernible. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When al-fay is distributed preferentially, trust is a spoil of war, zakah is a fine, knowledge is sought for other than the sake of the religion, a man obeys his wife and disobeys his mother, he is close to his friend and far from his father. Voices are raised in the masajid. Tribes are led by their wicked. The leader of the people is the most despicable among them. The most honored man is the one whose evil the people are afraid of. Singing slave girls and music spread. Intoxicants are drunk. And the end of this ummah curses its beginning. Then anticipate a red wind, earthquake, Collapsing of the earth, transformation, qadaf, and the signs follow in succession like gems of a necklace whose string is cut and so they fall in succession. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments All these evil habits shall dominate the society on a wide scale, close to the approach of the hour. The various signs and the forms of divine retribution one after the other, as mentioned in the hadith, are bound to happen in those days, but a beginning of the same is already in evidence. Imran bin Hussein narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, In this ummah, there shall be collapsing of the earth, transformation, and qadaf, 
A man among the Muslims said, O Messenger of Allah, when is that? He said, When singing slave girls, music, and drinking intoxicants spread. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about the Prophet's peace be upon him saying, The hour and I have been dispatched like these two, meaning the index and middle finger. Al-Mustawrid bin Shaddad al-Fihri reported that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I was sent in advance of the hour, so that I preceded it like this precedes this, indicating with his index and middle fingers. This hadith is greater ta'if or weak. Comments The phrase, fi nafs sa'a literally, synchronizing in time with each other, used in the hadith, is intended to highlight the idea that there shall be no prophet and no new sharia between the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the hour. And there is as much proximity and conjoining between the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the hour as there is between the index and middle fingers of the hand. In other words, the prophet, peace be upon him, is the last prophet and his ummah is the last ummah. Anas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The hour and I were dispatched like these two, and Abu Dawood, a narrator, indicated with his index and middle fingers. So, how much more in length is one than the other? This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments There is a marginal difference of length between the index and middle fingers of the hand. The middle finger being a shred longer than its companion, the idea is to convey the message to the ummah that there is not much time left between the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the occurrence of the hour. Let everybody, therefore, prepare for the hour, especially because there is no Prophet to come after him, peace be upon him. Chapter on what has been related about fighting the Turks. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The hour shall not be established until you fight a people whose sandals are made of hair, and the hour shall not be established until you fight a people whose faces will look like shields coated with leather. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As predicted in the hadith, wars have already taken place with the Turks who use sandals made of hair and ropes made from hair. Chapter on what has been related about when Kisra is ruined, there will be no Kisra after him. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When Kisra is ruined, there will be no Kisra after him. And when Caesar is ruined, there will be no Caesar after him. By the one in whose hand is my soul, you shall spend their treasures in Allah's cause. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Kisra, Kuzra, was the title given to the kings of Iran, while Qaisar, Caesar, was the title of the Roman kings. Even as the Prophet, peace be upon him, had foretold, once the incumbent kings, Kusra and Caesar, living in those days, were vanquished and their treasures fell into the hands of Muslims, 
No ruler in the world has ever after been given either of these two titles. Chapter on the hour will not be established until a fire comes from the direction of the Hijaz. Salim bin Abdullah bin Umar narrated from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, A fire is coming from Hadramaut, or from near the sea of Hadramaut, before the Day of Judgment, to gather the people. They said, O Messenger of Allah, what do you order us? He said, Stick to a sham. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Under this very heading, there is a hadith from Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, included in both Al-Bukhari and Muslim, to the effect that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The hour will not be established till a fire will come out of the land of Hijaz, and it will throw light on the necks of the camels at Busrah. Chapter on what has been related about the hour shall not be established until the liars appear. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The hour shall not be established until nearly thirty impostors, the Jal, appear, each of them claiming that he is the Messenger of Allah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments a great number of people made false claims of prophethood after the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Musaylama the liar and Aswad Ansi came out with such false claims during the Prophet's, peace be upon him's own lifetime. Then Tulayha bin Khulayd Asadi and Sajah bint al-Harith Tamimiyah made similar claims during the Caliphate of Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him but they both ultimately died on Islam. In the past century, the name of Mirza Ghulam Ahmed of Qadiyan also figures in this famous list of impostors. Thoban narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The hour shall not be established until tribes of my ummah unite with the idolaters and until they worship idols, and indeed there shall be thirty impostors in my ummah each of them claiming that he is a prophet, and I am the last of prophets. There is no prophet after me. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments There is no doubt that during the caliphate of Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, after the death of the prophet, peace be upon him, a few tribes had turned apostates and joined hands with the idolaters. As for the worship of the idols, it shall be practiced a little before the hour, so much so that some Yemenite women shall make circuits round their old idol Dhul Khalsa and worship the ancient Arabian idols Lat and Uzza. Chapter on what has been related about the liar and the destroyer from Thaqif. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, In Thaqif there will be a great liar and destroyer. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about the third generation. Imran bin Hussein narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The best of people are my generation, then those who follow them. Then, after them, a people will come who increase in fatness, loving fatness, 
giving testimony before they are asked for it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Abdullah bin Mas'ud's version of the hadith as quoted in Sahih Muslim also contains mention of the third generation. Anyway, the hadith is categorical on the point that the best of all generations was that of the companions and they were superior to all the rest. Second, in order of superiority, were the successors, and the third were the followers. Thereafter begins the age of people whose integrity cannot be relied upon since they would love eating and will brag about their own superiority or else. They would have a desire to amass more and more wealth, so much so that they would even be prepared to give false testimony for it. Imran bin Hussein narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The best of my ummah is the generation among whom I was sent, then those who follow them. He, Imran, said, I do not know if he mentioned the third or not. Then there shall appear people who testify while their testimony was not sought, who are treacherous, not trusted, and fatness shall spread among them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about Al-Khulafa. Simak bin Harb narrated from Jabir bin Samurah who said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There will be twelve emirs after me. He said, Then he said, Something that I did not understand. So I asked the one who was next to me, who said, That he, peace be upon him, said, All of them are from Quraysh. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Some versions of the hadith contain the additional words, Islam would continue to be strong and the Ummah would be united on them. The prediction contained in the Hadith fits the following Umara rulers Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, Muawiyah, Yazid bin Muawiyah, Abdul Malik bin Marwan, Walid bin Abdul Malik, Sulaiman bin Abdul Malik, Umar bin Abdul Aziz, Yazid bin Abdul Malik, and Hisham bin Abdul Malik, and Hafiz bin Hajar has quoted narrations in this regard. Chapter on It is disliked to insult the Sultan. Ziyad bin Qusayb al-Adawi said, I was with Abu Bakr under the minbar of Ibn Amir while he was giving a khutbah wearing a fine garment. Abu Bilal said, Look at our Amir wearing clothes of wickedness. So Abu Bakr said, Be quiet. I heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him saying, Whoever insults Allah's Sultan on earth, Allah disgraces him. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote The statement under the minbar of Ibn Amir refers to Abdullah ibn Amir who was the governor of al-Basra under Uthman and in Siyar 3.20 al-Risala. Al-Dahabi said Abu Bilal is Mirdas bin Udiyah from the Khawarij. Chapter on what has been related about Al-Khilafah. Salim bin Abdullah narrated from his father who said, It was said to Umar bin Al-Khattab, Perhaps you should endorse your successor. He said, If I appoint a successor, then indeed Abu Bakr appointed a successor. And if I do not appoint a successor, 
the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not appoint a successor. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not expressly appoint anyone his successor. Although he left broad hints in favor of Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, in his turn, nominated Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, for the office. Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, appointed a panel and charged it to elect a caliph from amongst themselves. However, the task of selecting the successor could as well be assigned to the accredited representatives of the community. Sa'id bin Jumhan narrated, Safina narrated to me, he said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Al-Khilafa will be in my ummah for 30 years, then there will be monarchy after that. Then Safina said to me, count the Khilafa of Abu Bakr. Then he said, count the Khilafa of Umar and the Khilafa of Uthman. Then he said to me, count the Khilafa of Ali. He said, so we found that they add up to 30 years. Sa'id said, I said to him, Banu Umayyah claim that the Khilafa is among them. He said, Banu Az-Zarqa' lie. Rather, they are a monarchy among the worst of monarchies. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Another narration by Safina appearing in Sunan Abu Dawood contains the words Khilafa and Nabuwa, i.e. prophetic succession, will last after me for 30 years. Then Allah will give power and authority to whomsoever he wills. The hadith thus tells us that the caliphate, after the pattern of the Prophet, example, in full accord with the principles and methods of the Prophet, peace be upon him, will continue for 30 years. After that, it will become kingship or monarchy. Chapter on what has been related about Al-Khulafa are from Quraysh until the hour is established. Abdullah bin Abi Al-Hudayl said, There were some people from the tribe of Rabi'ah with Amr bin Al-As. So a man from the tribe of Bakr bin Wa'il said, Either the Quraysh will stop or Allah will place this matter among the masses of the Arabs other than them. So Amr bin Al-As said, You have lied. I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, The Quraysh are the leaders of the people, in the good and the bad, until the Day of Judgment. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith confirms the fact that, just as in the pre-Islamic days, the Quraysh were the leaders of the Arabs in both political and religious matters, and the common men had waited to see what the Quraysh would do before they decided whether or not to enter the fold of Islam, and the moment the Quraysh had accepted Islam after the conquest of Mecca, the rest of the people also followed them in masses. And delegates from all sides started to pour in Al-Medina to accept Islam. It, therefore, behooves us all even today that we recognize the special status of the Quraysh and accept the right to Imama and Khilafa until the Day of Judgment. Chapter on the reign of a man among the Mawali called Jahjah. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The night and the day shall not go away until a man called Jahjah among the Mawali reigns. 
This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This is a prediction made by the Prophet, peace be upon him, which is bound to happen. Chapter on What has been related about the misguiding a'imma. Thoban narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I only fear from my ummah from the misguiding a'imma. He said that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There will never cease to be a group from my ummah manifest upon the truth. They will not be harmed by those who forsake them until Allah's decree comes. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is an undeniable fact that if the rulers begin to tread the path of wickedness and sin and propagate these things among the masses, the people also follow the footsteps of their masters, and this brings spiritual and moral depravity and turpitude in the society. Chapter on What has been related about the Mahdi Abdullah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The world shall not pass away until a man from the people of my family rules the Arabs whose name agrees with my name. This hadith is graded Hassan or Good. Comments Concerning the version of the hadith contained in Sunan Abu Dawood, the Prophet, peace be upon him, is reported to have said, He will be my namesake, and his father's name will agree with my father's name, i.e., his name will be Muhammad bin Abdullah. Therefore, the Shiite claim that the Mahdi will be the promised Imam, as defined by them, could not be true since the name of their hidden Imam, whose reappearance they are waiting for, is Muhammad bin Hassan Askari, and not Muhammad bin Abdullah. Asim narrated from Zir, from Abdullah, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, who said, A man is coming from the people of my family, whose name agrees with my name. Asim said, Abu Salih narrated to us from Abu Huraira, who said, If there did not remain in the world but one day, then Allah would extend that day until he comes. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Chapter on Regarding the Mahdi's life and his giving, Sayyid bin al-Ami said, I heard Abu al-Siltiq al-Naji narrate a hadith from Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, who said, We feared events to occur after our Prophet. So we asked Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, Indeed, there will be a Mahdi who comes in my ummah, ruling, living for five or seven or nine. Zayd was the one in doubt. He said, we said, what is that? He said, years. He said, a man will come to him and say, O Mahdi, give to me, give to me, so he will fill in his garment whatever he is able to carry. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments As per other narrations, the Mahdi's stay in the world will last seven years. Wealth in that age will be bountiful and so he will give it to the people with an open hand. Chapter on What has been related about the descent of Isa bin Maryam, peace be upon him. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, Ibn Maryam shall soon descend among you, judging justly. He shall break the cross, kill the pig, remove the jizya, and wealth will be so bountiful that there will be none to accept it. This hadith is graded sahih or 
authentic. Comments Both Imam al-Bukhari and Imam Muslim have reported it, and it is a clear proof of the descent of the Prophet Isa, peace be upon him. That is why there is unanimity of opinion among the Muslims on his second coming. Chapter on What has been related about the Dajjal Abu Ubaidah bin al-Jarrah said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, There was never a prophet after Nuh, peace be upon him, but that he warned his people about the Dajjal, and indeed, I shall warn you of him. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, described him for us, and he said, Perhaps some of you who see me, or hear my words, shall live to see him. They said, O Messenger of Allah, how will our hearts be on that day? He said, The same, that is, as today, or better. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments The Dajjal, Antichrist, will be an extremely treacherous and deceitful character and will let loose a reign of frightful terror on earth. It is for this reason that, following the Sunnah of Nuh, peace be upon him, the first Rasul sent by Almighty Allah, each prophet that followed him, including the last messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, informed his people about this horrendous character. And since his emergence shall happen after the time of the last prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, and close to doomsday, he, peace be upon him, gave a complete description of a Dajjal to the people so that no true believer is duped by him. Chapter on what has been related about the signs of the Dajjal. Az-Zuhri narrated from Salim from Ibn Umar who said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stood among the people. He praised Allah as is due to him. Then he mentioned the Dajjal and he said, Indeed I warn you of him. There has not been a prophet except that he warned his people. And Nuh, peace be upon him, indeed warned his people. But I am to say something about him that no prophet has said to his people. You should know that he is one-eyed and Allah is certainly not one-eyed. As Zuhri said, Umar bin Thabit al-Ansari informed me that some of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, informed him that one day the Prophet, peace be upon him, was cautioning them against fitna, and he said, You must know that not one of you will ever see his Lord until he dies, and indeed he, the Dajjal, has kafir written between his eyes. Everyone who is averse to his behavior shall read it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Allah is free from any kind of defect or blemish and is endowed with only nobleness and perfection. The Dajjal will claim divinity for himself but will be imperfect in every respect and all his defects will be evident to each man of faith. He will claim lordship for himself and will be visible to each naked eye like any mortal individual. As for Allah, no one can see him with his mortal eyes in this life on earth. Another proof of the Dajjal's falsity will be the fact that the word kafir shall be inscribed between his two eyes, which every Muslim, literate or illiterate, will be able to read. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, You shall fight the Jews. You will gain such control over them that a rock will say, O Muslim, this Jew is behind me, so kill him. This hadith is graded sahih or 
authentic. Comments At the emergence of the Dajjal, the Jews will side with him and fight against the Muslims. Muslims will kill them and they will seek shelter behind stones and trees. However, each stone and tree except the Gharqad, Acacia tree, shall reveal their presence so that the Muslims might kill them. Chapter on what has been related about where the Dajjal comes from. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, narrated to us, saying that Dajjal shall emerge from a land in the east called Khurasan. He is followed by a people whom appear as if their faces are shields coated with leather. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The Dajjal will emerge from Khurasan and 70,000 Jews covering themselves with Persian shawls and with faces round and full of flesh will support him. Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi, Volume 3, page 234 Chapter on what has been related about signs of the coming of the Dajjal. Abu Bahriya, a companion of Mu'adh bin Jabal, narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The great Malhama, the conquest of Constantinople, and the coming of the Dajjal occur in the span of seven months. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments It will be a long-drawn bloody war that will last more than six years. The Dajjal shall appear in the remaining seven months of the seventh year. Anas bin Malik said, Constantinople will be conquered with the coming of the hour. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Constantinople was conquered by Muslims during the Caliphate of Muawiyah. May Allah be pleased with him. It was again captured by the Romans. Muslims once again captured it, and it is still under their control. The hadith indicates that the Muslims shall once again lose control of it. Then, after a great war, Muslims will recapture it. It is after this that the Dajjal will appear, and it will happen just before the final hour. Chapter on what has been related about the turmoil of the Dajjal. It was narrated from An-Nawas bin Sam'an, who said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, mentioned the Dajjal one morning. He belittled him and mentioned his importance, until we thought that he might be amidst a cluster of date palms. He said, We departed from the presence of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Then we returned to him, and he noticed that concern in us. So he said, What is wrong with you? We said, O Messenger of Allah, you mentioned the Dajjal this morning, belittling him, and mentioning his importance until we thought that he might be amidst a cluster of date palms. He said, It is not the Dajjal that I fear for you. If he were to appear while I am among you, then I will be his adversary on your behalf. And if he appears and I am not among you, then each man will have to fend for himself. And Allah will take care of every Muslim after me. He is young, with curly hair, his eyes protruding, resembling someone from Abdul Uzza bin Qatan. Whoever among you sees him, then let him recite the beginning of Surah Ashab al-Kaf. He said, He will appear from what is between Asham and Al-Iraq. 
causing devastation toward the right and toward the left. O worshippers of Allah, hold fast. We said, O Messenger of Allah, how long will he linger on earth? He said, Forty days, a day like a year, a day like a month, a day like a week, and the remainder of his days are like your days. We said, O Messenger of Allah, do you think that during the day that is like a year, the salah of one day will be sufficient for us? He said, No, you will have to estimate it. We said, O Messenger of Allah, how fast will he move through the earth? He said, Like a rainstorm driven by the wind. He will come upon a people and call them, and they will deny him and reject his claims. Then he will leave them, and their wealth will follow him. They will awaken in the morning with nothing left. Then he will come upon a people and call them, and they will respond to him, believing in him. So he will order the heavens to bring rain, and it shall rain. And he will order the land to sprout, and it will sprout. Their cattle will return to them with their coats the longest, their udders the fullest, and their stomachs the fattest. He said, Then he will come upon some ruins, saying to it, Bring me your treasures. He will turn to leave it, and it will follow him, like drone bees. Then he will call a young man, full of youth, and he will strike him with the sword, cutting him into two pieces. Then he will call him, and he will come forward with his face beaming and laughing. So while he is doing that, Isa bin Maryam, peace be upon him, will descend in eastern Damascus, at the white minaret, between two mahrud, with his hands on the wings of two angels. When he lowers his head, drops fall, and when he raises it, gems like pearls drop from him. He said, His, the Dajjal's, breath does not reach anyone, but he dies, and his breath reaches as far as his sight. He said, So he pursues him, the Dajjal, until he catches up with him at the gate of Lud, where he kills him. He said, So he remains there, as long as Allah wills. He said, Then Allah reveals to him, Take my slaves to At-Tur, for I have sent down some creatures of mine which no one shall be able to kill. He said, Allah dispatches Yajuj and Majuj, and they are, as Allah said, they swoop down from every mount. He said, The first of them pass by the lake of Tiberias, drinking what is in it. Then the last of them passed by it, saying, There was water here at one time. They travel until they reach a mountain at Beit al-Maqdis. They will say, We have killed whoever was in the earth. Come, let us kill whoever is in the skies. They will shoot their arrows into the heavens, so Allah will return their arrows to them red with blood. Isa bin Maryam and his companions will be surrounded until the head of a bull on that day would be better to them than a hundred dinar to one of you today. He, peace be upon him, said, Isa will besiege Allah, as will his companions. He said, So Allah will send an naqaf down upon their necks. In the morning, they will find that they have all died like the death of a single soul. He said, Isa and his companions will come down, and no spot nor handspan can be found except that it is filled with their stench, decay, and blood. So Isa will beseech Allah 
as will his companions. So Allah will send upon them birds like the necks of Bukht, milch, camels. They will carry them off and cast them into an abyss. The Muslims will burn their bows, arrows, and quivers for seventy years. He, peace be upon him, said, Allah will send upon them a rain which no house of hide nor mud will bear. The earth will be washed, leaving it like a mirror. Then it will be said to the earth, Bring forth your fruits and return your blessings. So on that day, a whole troop would eat a pomegranate and seek shade under its skin. Milk will be so blessed that a large group of people will be sufficed by one milking of a camel, and that a tribe will be sufficed by one milking of a cow, and that a group will be sufficed by the milking of sheep. While it is like that, Allah will send a wind which grabs the soul of every believer, leaving the remainder of the people copulating publicly like the copulation of donkeys. Upon them the hour shall begin. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnotes 1. The statement, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, mentioned the Dajjal one morning, he belittled him and mentioned his importance, could mean speaking so quietly about him and then loudly. 2. The statement, so while he is doing that, Isa bin Maryam, peace be upon him, will descend in eastern Damascus at the white minaret between two mahrud, means two garments or cloths. It is said that the mahrud garment is the one that is dyed with wars, then saffron, so its color becomes similar to that of buttercup flour, and nihaya. 3. The verse about Yajuj and Mahajuj stating, they swoop down from every mount, is from Surat Al-Anbiya, chapter 21, verse 96. 4. Regarding the statement, Isa will besiege Allah as will his companions. He said, so Allah will send an naqaf down upon their necks, references a type of worm which usually infests the nose or necks of camels. Comments 1. فَقَفَّدَ فِيهِ وَرَفَعَ has two possible interpretations. 1. The Prophet, peace be upon him, lowered his voice and raised it in turns in order that everybody might hear him, and at the same time he would not get tired by speaking loudly all the time, or 2. He belittled his feats but considered them a big trial for the Ummah. 2. The Hadith confirms that the Dajjal will make his appearance a little before the last day, and Allah will let him perform extraordinary feats as an inducement or trial for him. The true believers will, however, not be duped by him, since the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, has already given detailed description of these things to the people, in order that they might take steps to safeguard themselves against these things. Chapter on what has been related about the description of the Dajjal. Ibn Umar narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about the Dajjal. So he said, Lo, indeed your Lord is not blind in one eye, and indeed he is blind in one eye. His right eye is as if it is a floating grape. 
This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Both eyes of the Dajjal will be defective. The left eye will be effaced and the right eye will be bulging outside like a grape. Thus, there is no contradiction between the narration of Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, that he will be blind in the right eye, and that of Hudayfa, may Allah be pleased with him, that he will be blind in the left eye. Chapter on what has been related about the Dajjal will not enter Al-Medina. Anas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the Dajjal will come to Al-Medina to find the angels have surrounded it. Neither the plague nor the Dajjal will enter it, if Allah wills. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Due to the constant vigil being maintained by the angels around Al-Medina, neither plague nor the Dajjal shall enter the city. The proviso, inshallah, if Allah wills, used by the Prophet, peace be upon him, while speaking about the future events, was, on the one hand, meant to invoke blessings of Allah, and on the other, to affirm his trust in him. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Faith is Yemeni, and disbelief is from the direction of the East. Tranquility is for the people of sheep, and wickedness and riyah is in those who boast among the people of horses and the people of camels. Al-Masih, that is, Al-Dajjal, will come, and when he reaches behind Uhud, the angels will turn his face to the direction of a sham, and it is there that he will be destroyed. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith contains appreciation by the Prophet, peace be upon him, of the quality of faith in the hearts of the people of Yemen. The appreciation may, however, be taken to belong to the people of his time, or that during these events. Yemen is the only land that faith will remain. The expression, direction of the east, refers to east of Al-Medina, namely Iraq and Iran, which have been described by the Prophet, peace be upon him, as the bastion of conflict and disbelief. History bears witness that all trials and afflictions in religion and politics have initially raised their heads in the lands of Iraq and Iran. Chapter on What has been related about Isa bin Maryam killing the Dajjal? Mujammi' bin Jariya al-Ansari said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Isa bin Maryam will kill the Dajjal at the gate of Lud. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Isa bin Maryam, may Allah be pleased with him, will kill the Dajjal in order to show to the people that he was not the eternal lord or sustainer, but only a fraud or juggler who could not even save himself from the jaws of death. Chapter on The Warning of Previous Prophets about the Dajjal. It was narrated that Anas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There was no prophet except that he warned his ummah of the liar who was blind in one eye. Lo, he is blind in one eye, and your Lord is not blind in one eye. Written between his eyes is kafir. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on 
what has been related about Ibn Sayyad. Abu Sa'id said, I was accompanied by Ibn Sayyad either performing Hajj or Umrah. The people departed, and he and I were left. When I was alone with him, I trembled and felt frightened of him because of what the people were saying about him. When I halted, I said to him, Put your belongings near that tree. He saw a sheep, took out a cup, and went to milk it. Then he came to me with some milk and said to me, Drink, Abu Sa'id. But I laughed drinking anything from his hand because of what the people were saying about him. So I said to him, It is very hot today, and I would not like to drink milk. So he said to me, O Abu Sa'id, I think I should take a rope, tie it to the tree, then hang myself because of what the people are saying about me. You see, those who may be unaware of some narrations, while you are not unaware of them, you people are the most knowledgeable among the people of the hadith of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. O people of the Ansar, did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, not say, He is a disbeliever, while I am a Muslim? Did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, not say, He is sterile, having no children, while I have left my children behind in Al-Medina? Did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, not say, He will not enter or Mecca and Al-Medina are not lawful for him, and am I not from the inhabitants of Al-Medina? And who is the one who accompanied you to Mecca? By Allah, he continued talking like this until I said, Perhaps he has been falsely accused. Then he said, O Abu Sa'id, by Allah, I can inform you of some information that is true. By Allah, verily, I know him. I know his father, and I know where he is at this time in the land. So I said, May the rest of your day be but grief. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The real name of Ibn Sayyad or Ibn Sa'id, was Saf. He was an extremely treacherous and fraudulent soothsayer, having in him some of the signs of the one-eyed Dajjal. It was on this basis that some of the companions believed him to be the Dajjal and called him as such. Some people believed that he is the very person but had not yet assumed his role, which he will do before the final hour. It was narrated that Abu Sa'id said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, met Ibn Sa'ad on one of the streets of Al-Medina. So he stopped him, and he was a Jewish boy with locks, and Abu Bakr and Umar were with him. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to him, Do you testify that I am the Messenger of Allah? So he replied, Do you testify that I am Allah's Messenger? So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I believe in Allah, his angels, his books, his messengers, and the last day. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, What do you see? He said, I see a throne above the water. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He sees the throne of Iblis above the sea. He said, What else do you see? He said, I see a truthful one and two liars, or two truthful ones and a liar. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He has been confounded, so leave him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The day the Prophet, peace be upon him, met Ibn Sa'd out on the street, he was a Jewish boy. The Prophet, peace be upon him, 
had a treaty of peace with the Jews at the time. Hence, it is that when he claimed himself to be a messenger of Allah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, took no action against him. It was narrated from Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakrah from his father who said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The father of the Dajjal and his mother will abide for thirty years without bearing a son. Then a boy shall be born to them, having one eye in which there is some defect, providing little use. His eyes sleep, but his heart does not sleep. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, described his parents for us. His father is tall, with little fat, with a nose as if it were a beak. His mother is a bulky woman, with long breasts. So Abu Bakr said, I heard about a child being born to some Jews in Al-Medina. So as Zubair bin Al-Awwam and I went until we entered upon his parents, they appeared as the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had described them. We said, Do you have any children? They said, we remained for thirty years without any children being born to us. Then we bore a boy, having one eye in which there is some defect, providing little use. His eyes sleep, but his heart does not sleep. He said, so we were leaving them, when he appeared, glittering in the sunlight in a velvet garment, murmuring something. He uncovered his head and said, What were you saying? We said, Did you hear what we were saying? He said, Yes that my eyes sleep, but my heart does not sleep. This hadith is greater ta'if or weak. Comments It is not hadith for the simple reason that Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, only embraced Islam at the time of the siege of Ta'if, after the conquest of Mecca, in the eighth year after Hijrah. And according to the unanimous hadith, appearing in both Sahih Muslim and Al-Bukhari, when the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, met him at the oasis, he had already approached the age of puberty. Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, came and settled in Al-Madina just two years before the death of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on A hundred years shall not pass while a soul born upon the earth today survives. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, passed by Ibn Sayyad with a group of his companions, among them Umar bin al-Khattab, while he was playing with two boys at the fort of Banu Maghala, and he was a boy. He did not realize until the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, struck him with his hand on his back. Then he said, Do you testify that I am the Messenger of Allah? So Ibn Sayyad looked at him and said, I testify that you are the Messenger to the illiterates. He said, Then Ibn Sayyad, said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Do you testify that I am the Messenger of Allah? So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I believe in Allah and his messengers. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Who has come to you? Ibn Sayyad said, A truthful one and a liar came to me. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The matter has been confused for you. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I have concealed something from you and he had concealed the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke. Ibn Sayyad said, It is a dukh So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Beat it, you can never surpass your ability. Umar said, O Messenger of Allah, permit me to chop off his head. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 
If he is indeed him, then you will never overpower him, and if he is not, then there is no good in you killing him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The verse, the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke, is from Surah Ad-Dukhan, chapter 44, verse 10. Comments Ibn Sayyad at the time was one of the Dajjals, but not the great Dajjal, who will claim not prophethood, but divinity for himself, and will demonstrate strange feats through his sorcery. It was narrated from Jabir that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, There is no soul born upon the earth, meaning today, upon whom will come 100 years. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Umar that he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, led us in Salah one night for Salat al-Isha during the end of his life. When he said the Taslim, he stood and said, Do you see this night of yours? Upon the head of 100 years from it, there shall not remain anyone who is upon the surface of the earth today. Ibn Umar said, So, people misunderstood the saying of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in what they say based on these ahadith about 100 years. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, only said, There shall not remain anyone who is upon the surface of the earth today, meaning that generation would end. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As is clearly mentioned in Sahih Muslim, on the authority of Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, made the statement one month before his death in the 11th year after Hijrah. And the last of his companions, Abu Tufail, Amir bin Wathila, breathed his last in the 110th year after Hijrah. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition of cursing the wind. It was narrated from Ubay bin Ka'b that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not curse the wind. When you see what you dislike, then say, Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri hadhihi rih wa khayri ma fiha wa khayri ma umirat bih wa na'udhu bika min sharri hadhihi rih wa sharri ma fiha wa sharri ma umirat bih O Allah, indeed we ask you of the good of this wind, and the good of what is in it, and the good of what it has been commanded, and we seek refuge in you from the evil of this wind, and the evil of what is in it, and the evil of what it has been commanded. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments Since the wind only obeys the commands of Allah, and is powerless to do anything of its own, and since its creator, i.e. Allah orders it to work good or harm. What we should do is pray and supplicate to Allah. Cursing the wind is a profitless act, and reviling its master is sheer impotence and perversity. Chapter on the Hadith of Tamim al-Dari about the Dajjal Fatima bin Qais narrated that Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, ascended the minbar. He laughed and said, Verily, Tamim ad-Dari narrated a story to me, and it made me happy. So I wanted to narrate it to you, what he narrated to me. Some people among the inhabitants of Palestine 
traveled by boat in the sea, taking them here and there, until it cast them on an island among the islands at sea. There they found a beast, clothed with its hair flowing out. They said, What are you? It said, I am Al-Jassasa. They said, Give us some news. It said, I shall not give you any news, nor do I want any of your news, but go to the furthest village, for there is someone who will give you news and seek your news. So we went to the furthest village, and there was a man fettered with chains. He said, Inform me about the spring of Zughar. We said, It is full and flowing. He said, Inform me about Al-Buhayra. We said, It is full and flowing. He said, Inform me about the date groves of Baysan, which is between Jordan and Palestine. Do they produce food? We said, Yes. He said, Inform me about the Prophet. Has he been sent? We said, Yes. He said, Inform me how the people came to him. We said, Quickly. He leaped up to try and escape. We said, What are you? He said, I am the Dajjal. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He will enter all of the lands except Al-Tayyibah. And Al-Tayyibah is Al-Madinah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote Al-Buhayra, the Little Sea, and in the version of Muslim, it is Tiberius. Comments The hadith informs us that just now the Dajjal is lying chained in an island. He will only be released before the last hour when he will perform his nefarious acts and magic-like tricks. Chapter on not taking on a trial which one is not able to bear. It was narrated from Hudayfa that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, It is not for the believer to humiliate himself. They said, How does he humiliate himself? He said, By taking on a trial which he cannot bear. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote There are numerous chains of narration for it one of which Al-Iraqi called Jayyid, see Musnad Ahmad 5-405, Al-Risala, and Al-Sahiha, hadith number 613, where Shaykh Al-Albani graded it Hassan. The meaning of this hadith is that it is part of faith to recognize one's worth and abilities and lack thereof, and that taking a burden one cannot bear is a form of injustice and oppression and Allah does not oppress his creatures, but they oppress themselves, with the exception of the believer, and it is a fitting prelude and comment on the following hadith. Comments Some people try to impress the people of their abstinency and piety by adopting monistic ways and practices and take to doing things that are against human nature. They stop trimming their hair, void taking baths, put fetters and chains in their hands and feet, and fast for days on end without letting anything pass their throats. Chapter on Help your brother whether he is an oppressor or oppressed. It was narrated from Anis bin Malik that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Help your brother whether he is an oppressor or oppressed. It was said, O Messenger of Allah, I help him when he is oppressed. 
But how can I help him when he is an oppressor? He said, Prevent him from oppression. That is your help for him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It was part of the pre-Islamic tradition to help and support one's brother even when he was plainly wrong. But Islam rejects the idea of helping a wrongdoer. The companions were understandably surprised to hear the Prophet, peace be upon him, advice. As such, they asked the real meaning of the admonition but were satisfied when the Prophet, peace be upon him, explained its real purport. Chapter on Whoever comes to the door of the Sultan, he will suffer a fitna. It was narrated from Ibn Abbas that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever resides in the deserts, he becomes ignorant. Whoever follows game, he becomes heedless. And whoever comes to the door of the Sultan, he will suffer a fitna. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Anyone who takes to residing in a desert remains cut off from a great deal of information and knowledge. Moreover, his lack of interaction with people has the effect of hardening the heart and robbing it of the feeling of tenderness. Such a person will also be devoid of kindness towards his kinsmen. Chapter on Regarding Adhering to Taqwa of Allah During Victory and Aid Abdurrahman bin Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrated from his father that he heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Indeed, you shall be aided, capturing, and victorious. So whoever among you sees that, then let him have taqwa of Allah, and let him command the good and forbid the evil. And whoever lies about me on purpose, then let him take his seat in the fire. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The statement, Indeed you shall be aided, capturing, and victorious, means aided against the enemies, capturing spoils of war, and victorious over many lands. See Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi Comments It is a common sight that people, when they get ascendance or victory over the enemy and capture his land or property, they lose their poise and magnanimity and exult beyond measure. Intoxicated with their triumph, they arrange drink and dance parties and abuse the conquered nations and people. Islam strictly prohibits all such things. Chapter on the fitna that spreads like the waves of the sea. Abu Wa'il narrated from Hudayfa that Umar said, Which of you remembers what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said about the fitna? So Hudayfa said, I do. Hudayfa said, A man's fitna is in his family, his wealth, his children, and his neighbors. It is atoned for by the salah, fasting, charity, and by commanding good and forbidding evil. Umar said, I am not asking you about this, rather about the fitna that spreads like the waves of the sea. He said, O commander of the believers, between you and it is a closed door. Umar said, Will it be opened or broken? He said, It will be broken. He said, Then it will never be closed until the day of judgment. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic comments 
Man's failure to remedy the situation in the face of afflictions caused by personal shortcomings can be expiated through performing virtuous deeds. Not so the afflictions plaguing a whole nation and community. In that case, the entire nation or community has to face the consequences of it. Every student of Islamic history knows it too well that no major affliction for the Muslims had raised its head until the assassination of Omar. May Allah be pleased with him. His martyrdom, however, opened the floodgate of all sorts of trials and afflictions for the community. Chapter on regarding the danger of agreeing with evil leaders. It was narrated from Ka'ab bin Ujrah, who said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came out to us. We were made up of nine, five and four, the first of the numbers for the Arabs and the later for the non-Arabs. He said, Listen, have you heard that after me there will be leaders? Whoever enters upon them and condones their lies and supports them in their oppression, then he is not from me and I am not from him, and he shall not drink with me from the Hawd. And whoever does not enter upon them, nor help them in their oppression, nor condones to their lies, then he is from me, and I am from him, and he shall drink with me at the hold. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on The one who is patient upon his religion during fitna is like one holding an ember. Anas bin Malik narrated, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There shall come upon the people a time in which the one who is patient upon his religion will be like the one holding onto a burning ember. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The hadith informs us that the Muslim Ummah shall pass through periods of time when wickedness, lewdness, and sinfulness will hold sway in the society, and the believers shall find it extremely difficult to preserve their faith and swim against the surging tide of worldly benefits and gains. Holding on to one's faith under those conditions would in fact be like holding a live coal in the palms of one's hands, which would be a highly challenging and trying task. Chapter 1 When the Evil Among My Ummah will be set over the best of them. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Dinar that Ibn Umar said, The Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, When my Ummah walks in a proud march, and its servants are the children of kings, children of Persians and Romans, the evilest of them will be set over the best of them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments when the Persian and Roman empires fell into Islamic forces during the caliphate of Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, and their treasures fell into the hands of Muslims and the princes of yesterday became the pages of today, the lifestyle of the new entrants to the Islamic faith also started undergoing unwelcome changes. A campaign of unrest was then started by these new converts against the caliphate, which culminated in the assassination of the caliph himself. This heralded the weakening of the Ummah. Tuhfat al Ahwali, Volume 3, page 245. Chapter on What has been related about a people will never succeed 
who give their leadership to a woman. Abu Bakr said, Allah restrained me with something that I heard from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. When Kisra was destroyed, he said, Who did they have to succeed them? They said, His daughter. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, A people will never succeed who give their leadership to a woman. He said, So when Aisha arrived, meaning in Al-Basra, I remembered the saying of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. So Allah restrained me by it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments What we learn from the hadith is that it is not permissible in Islam to choose a woman as ruler. To do so would be a wasteful bargain leading only to loss. It was for this reason that Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, did not take sides in the conflict known as the Battle of the Camel. He not only kept himself aloof of the civil war, but also did whatever he could to restrain others from taking part in it. Chapter on the Hadith The best of you is the one whose goodness is hoped for and whose evil people are safe from. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came across some people who were sitting. So he said, Shall I not inform you of the best of you from your worst? He said, They became silent. So he said that three times. Then a man said, Of course, O Messenger of Allah, inform us of the best among us from our worst. He said, The best of you is the one whose goodness is hoped for, and people are safe from his evil. And the worst of you is he whose goodness is not hoped for, and people are not safe from his evil. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments the companions feared lest any of their characteristics should be named as that of the worst people, and as a result of which the person concerned should appear a sorry figure in the midst of the people. That is why they refrained from speaking initially, and thought it fit to let the Prophet, peace be upon him, speak whatever he thought best. But when the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, persisted with the question, one of them spoke out and requested the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to tell them about the best and the worst among the people. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, thereupon only mentioned the golden principle with which to tell the best from the worst. Chapter on regarding the best of leaders and their worst. Umar bin al-Khattab narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Shall I not inform you of the best of your leaders and the worst of them? The best of them are those whom you love and they love you. You supplicate for them, and they supplicate for you. And the evilest of your leaders are those who hate you, and you hate them, and they curse you, and you curse them. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments If the ruler is kind to his subjects, delivers their rights, and wins the goodwill of the people by administrating justice among them, then naturally both the ruler and the ruled will supplicate for each other. Chapter on when the surface of the earth is better than its belly and when it is worse. Um Salama narrated, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Indeed there shall come upon you a imma whom you like what they do and some of what they do you dislike. So whoever rejects, he is innocent, and whoever loathes, then he is safe. But whoever is pleased and follows, it was said, 
O Messenger of Allah, shall we fight them? He said, No, as long as they offer salah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When your leaders are the best of you, the richest are the most generous among you, and your affairs are consulted among you, then the surface of the earth is better for you than its belly. And when your leaders are the worst of you, the richest are the stingiest among you, and your affairs are referred to your women, then the belly of the earth is better for you than its surface. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on Doing Deeds During Fitan the land of Fitan and the signs of Fitan. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You are in a time when whoever abandons a tenth of what he has been ordered, then he is ruined. Then there will come a time in which whoever does a tenth of what he has been ordered shall be saved. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The hadith confirms that at a time when faith is strong and powerful and practicing it is easy, it is easier for each member of the community to follow its teachings to the maximum level. But in times when the adherents of faith, being powerless and weak, find it difficult to assert themselves and their religious duties difficult to perform, then a comparatively meager amount of that a man can practice, due to the trials he endures, shall be enough for his salvation. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stood on the minbar and said, The land of Fitan is there, and he pointed to the east, meaning where the sun rises from the horn of Shaytan, or, he said, the horn of the sun. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As pointed out earlier, the lands east of Al-Medina are the lands of Iraq and Iran. These lands have been the breeding grounds of all political and religious trials and afflictions that have befallen Islam. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Black standards will come from Khurasan. Nothing shall turn them back until they are planted in Jerusalem. This hadith is graded da'if or weak.